we rolling? We're rolling on the river. Not again. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, feels so good to be back on this mic. It's been a hot second. Welcome back to the You Can Do Both podcast (laughs) (laughs) episode five. Episode five. Get out of here. That's a good number. Five's a good number. Five's a good number. No, it's not a good number. (laughs) What? Four. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, our fourth episode didn't hit. Yeah, people weren't really interested in us talking about fitness, which is understandable. They cared more about the red and green flag. Yeah, people love the tea. They want the juice. Should we give them an update on like oh my goodness like we are officially podcasters yeah four episodes yeah i think we should now that we've officially put out four episodes let's just do a little recap of what it's been like just quick we'll keep it brief but we have tried to record other times we've had a failed episode yes which was so like one and a half failed episodes yeah very disappointing for us yeah basically we didn't go in with the plan we thought it could be as seamless as the first episode yeah, because the first one was just too easy. Yes, because it was an intro. But like, yeah. there was, it just flowed, you know? Exactly. But I will say, it's really cool to see the analytics. I know we talk about, like, how cool it is, like, the random people that reach out. Yeah. But for two gals being no ones, like, yeah, literally. it's kind of cool. It is cool. Um, the analytics can show like what states people are listening to. What countries? What country? Yeah, we're should we see our top worldwide countries? tour coming to you, twenty twenty three. It's actually wild. Like, let me know who in Colombia, if you're listening, who in New Zealand, the Philippines, the Czech Republic, Israel. Let me know. Luxembourg. I don't know where that is on a oh, map. That's a new one. I haven't seen that one. I don't know where that is on a map, but. Who are you? How do you know us? And thank you for coming. Yeah, yeah, let us know. That'd be so fun. Yes. Well, apparently there are a thousand listens, over well over a thousand listens. Yeah, kind of sick. We we can see like the one k or the like plus one k on like our listening count, which was pretty exciting. Our goal was to hit over a thousand listens within month one. Yeah, so four episodes, which we did. So. Hey. High five. Hey. <laughs> so happy to be here and so happy that you all are <laughs> so, so happy that you're all here. Wait guys, this episode's like super different because so Court and I just had dinner with my roommate Ciara and we both look like rats of Somerville. We'll, po- we'll post photos. <laughs> it's literally so scary. We'll show you guys, but we're just sitting in my bed with the mics without the cameras and the ring light. And, like, the fancy chairs from the living room for once. We're getting comfy. Yeah. A little too comfortable. We're really testing the waters with the podcast. And yeah. I mean, the whole point of You Can Do Both is so that we can talk about all the different things in our lives. So not every episode is going to resonate with everyone. And so we're going to constantly have, like, a mix of serious and funny, more lighthearted topics. And yeah. this one's a lighthearted one. And it's a funny one, I think. Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. And, you know, not all of them can hit, and that's okay. It was very humbling, so. It was (laughs) We needed needed to be humbled. (laughs) It was just going a little too well. Yeah. (laughs) We're making it seem like nobody listened. Like, people listen, guys. Don't worry. You're still listening to a cool podcast. I promise. Yeah, it's only, it's only, I can only come up from last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
Okay, should we um, should we get into what everyone's missed within the past yes. week and a half? Yes, yes, yes. Let me do a quick Mardi Gras recap. I've literally told you know, like when you tell a story so many times and you're so excited to tell it for the first time. Yes. But then it, it comes to like the 18th time and you're like, okay, I don't even want to like repeat it anymore. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. But overview, Mardi Gras was so fun. I think it's something, if you have ever desired to go, you absolutely should. It's a bucket list item. Would I recommend it? Yes, for people that really wanted to go. Would I say the average person needs to go to Mardi Gras? No. Ton of fun, though. It was, we were there for, honestly, the perfect amount of time. I thought it was going to be too long, but we were there for four nights and five days, which is kind of wild. Um, I will say... The energy that people bring to Mardi Gras <laughs> is out of this world. <laughs> I was genuinely so nervous that it was going to be just a bunch of people drinking and getting drunk and like fights on the street and like kind of dangerous. No, I've never seen so many people just smiling, walking down Bourbon Street with a beer in their hand, like screaming to catch beads. Like it, everyone was just so excited to be there. That's amazing. Yeah, and they had parades all weekend and, like, hundreds and hundreds. I mean, it must have been thousands. thousands yeah. Uh, people are just piling in, but everyone was very just happy to be there. And it was very refreshing because awesome. I was expecting danger. Yeah, I was also expecting that. Yeah. I was, like, five days. And obviously you were partying and you were having a good time. Like, that's the whole point of Mardi Gras. Yeah. And I was – I'm happy that you didn't think it was too much because I saw – the alcohol for five days straight and I was like how are they still alive and we really only had two big drinking days though oh that's perfect and we like spread them out so anyone that does go to Mardi Gras Bourbon Street's like the place to be that's where all the beads are thrown and how do you get the beads Ashley oh you gotta flash your boobies (laughs) (laughs) um so that's exclusive content that I can't say yes or no that (laughs) happened but let's just say we got a lot of beads. Hey. And but on Sunday, we bought tickets to this balcony, which was so sick because if you're on a balcony on Bourbon Street, you're like above, above. everybody mm-hmm. and you get to throw everything. And like just people watch. The people watching was so fun. All the outfits were crazy, all of the things. But they had an open bar and an all you can eat bar. And New Orleans has an open container rule. So we would literally just go up, grab a drink. And then you can walk into a bar with your drink in your hand, which was just it made the experience so much more enjoyable because if you go into a bar and you're not like feeling the vibe, yeah. you can just leave and walk to the one right next door. That's really awesome. And it's not like you need to pay a cover, or get a exactly. drink and you have to wait until you finish your drink to leave. That's exactly. really, really cool. So that was something I really liked about it. We did do some wholesome activities. We went to a jazz club. That's fun. Went to the voodoo stores. Ooh. I saw the Mississippi River. It is so brown. Ew. The city also smelled a little bit. I don't know if that was just Mardi Gras, New Orleans. I'm sorry. I don't mean to shit on you. You were so much fun. I'm happy <laughs> I was there. But it fully smelled like a porta potty. It was definitely Which is not good for the hangovers. No. <laughs> not good for the hangovers. But yeah, that was like pretty much my recap. Um... Well, I'm happy you made it back in one piece and Me that too. you thoroughly enjoyed your time there and you got to cross off your bucket list. That's dope. Yeah, it was something I didn't know that was on my bucket list, but it has now been added and checked off. <laughs> so, well, I love that for you. Yeah. What did you do without me? I missed you a lot. I missed you so much. Um, I 
don't know what I did. Oh, yes. I had some friends visit from New York City one weekend and then just living, man. Mm-hmm. You know, the grind. The grind. The grind. Grinded Nothing exciting. Out. Okay. That's fair. I wouldn't want you to do anything exciting without me anyways. That's very true. Should we get in? Is it time to start episode five? I think it might be. Five is my second favorite number. I just want to put that out there. What's the first? Nine. Anything oh. with nine in it. Actually, no. Just nine and 19. You're an odd girly. I guess so. Are you even? I go back and forth. Okay. I Do you have a favorite number? Uh, I feel like it's changed as I've grown up. Like, at one point, it was six. Okay. Now, it's like twos. Six is the devil's number. That would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Want to know a fun fact? Yeah. My sister was born on nine nine ninety nine. No. And if you flip it upside down, it's all sixes. So that's like the family joke. And another fun fact for people that don't know my family, my dad has my sister and her name tattooed on his arm, and he fully has a red devil tail next to my sister's name. So she is the devil. Shout out, Morgan. I love you. <laughs> that's too suiting. I know, right? Yes. That was a tangent, but it's okay. I liked it. So episode five. Here we are. Here we are. Okay. What are T- we talking about? Today we're going to be talking about dating apps and Hinge to be specific. Yes. And why Hinge is the more superior. Superior of, for sure. Of all of them. Yeah. There's a l- decent amount out there, but I, Hinge takes the cake. Yes. Hinge definitely, I feel like, is is worth the investment to a certain a certain extent well let's talk about why okay so the first one that comes to mind like the very first dating app i think i ever heard of tinder yes what's your perception of tinder my perception of tinder i think it it started because it was one of the only dating apps and i felt like it was dating apps weren't as accepted back in the day i think it was honestly just something fun to scroll through yeah fun to scroll but it, it had a negative connotation to it like yeah if you're on it you're down for a, a one quick, night only a quick fun time yep but i still think that is the reputation that it has today i think so too and maybe we're biased if you met your boyfriend on tinder i'm sorry this is not an attack. Well, on I've you. had some coworkers that have revealed to me that they've met their significant others from Tinder because that was like the okay. cool thing back in the day. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I think nowadays it just I get hookup vibe. Yeah. Catfish. I have some friends that just put their Instagrams in their Tinder's, Tinder so that they get more followers. Honestly, that's smart. Maybe I should do that. Sorry, Joe. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say no. Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's make one for the podcast. Ooh. We'll make a podcast. Why is that the best idea I've heard in so long? Wait, wait that's fine, so it's gross. Tonight. Ew, that's so gross. Okay. So that's Tinder. Yeah. Next, Next one. Bumble. Bumble. I don't mind Bumble. I think Bumble is a hybrid between the two. Similar to Hinge. The only thing is they make the women message first. Do you know why that is? Because men or women usually don't. Yes. But fun, quick tangent. Okay. Is Tinder was created by a couple. And the couple broke up. And the guy got main ownership of Tinder. So she created Bumble to like kind of throw it back mm. at him and that's why it's so female forward okay but I don't love how it's like I don't know I'm not really honest I don't know all the ins and outs of it but like why can't it be both so that's why I feel yeah. like hinge is better that's pretty much the only reason <clears throat> why I think hinge is better just because as a woman I like my men to pursue me I'm <laughs> fine with pursuing men but 
I would prefer that they pursue me. Bumble, I think nowadays has many more purposes. Bumble BFF, Bumble Biz, like it's more so like a social network and a way to meet people outside of dating, I think. Yeah. Which is cool. I agree. I've wanted to go on Bumble BFF, but honestly, I can't even see my friends that I have now. So there's <laughs> no way I could meet new people. That's facts. As of right now. That's so. facts. I, I can't manage my current relationships. Never mind. Yeah, exactly. And then there's not really any other ones. I would say those are the main ones. If you're lucky enough to be on Raya, I heard that sucks. But yeah. <laughs> at least you get to swipe on a bunch of like pretty Athletes. people. <laughs> yeah, pretty rich Famous people. people. Yeah. Dating apps as a whole, Ashley, how do you feel? Yes or no? Yay or nay? That okay. was on our stories today. Yeah, we did. We did a little poll. I'm biased because I met Joe on Hinge. Mm-hmm. So mine's a yay. But I used to be a nay. I was the person that I grew up being like, I will never meet my significant other. Like, I don't know how people are dating. I was judgy. The old me needed a slap in the face. Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic hit. And I was like, I was always on dating apps, just like swipe. And I don't know, just for fun. Like, it's nice to talk to new people. But I would never really go out with people. And then obviously, panty hit, (laughs) moved to Boston. Not the pantyhose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't. Why is this a giggly episode? Um, I yeah. have so much phlegm stuck in my throat. <laughs> Wait, me too. Why am I coughing? <laughs> the tortellini <laughs> soup. <laughs> Guys, my tortellini soup was good. Oh. Don't like cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking pee myself. Water break. Mm-hmm. ASMR. I almost just spit out my water. Okay, okay, okay. Bring it back, bring it back. COVID hit, I moved to Boston. None of my friends were really here because all their jobs got pushed back. And I moved like a couple months before them. And I was like, you know what? I'm single. I've been single for a while. I'm not looking for anything, but let me go on a couple dates. And I'm going to see some new restaurants. And I'll meet some new people. So I strictly just did it for the social aspect of it because I haven't been talking to anybody in so long. So I was a full-on serial dater. I was going on two to three first dates a week because none of my friends were here. That's insane. And I was single. And I was like, whatever. Honestly, that's dedication and commitment to the process. And I respect that heavy. But the craziest thing was is I was interested in none of these men. And, Mm -hmm. like, I strictly did it. I guess I should have mentioned this. Another reason I wanted to go on so many dates is because I wanted to practice my social skills because I think I got a little bit of social anxiety. Again, I've talked about it before, but just meeting new people, sometimes I can get in my head. So I was like, this is the perfect way. If it goes, nothing bad can come out of this. It's either going to be a great date and I really enjoy my time or it's going to be a horrible date. I'm going to practice my conversation skills Mm -hmm. and it's going to be a funny story. Yeah. And I'm going to have a funny vlog to send to my friends as soon as I get home. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was kind of fun. My confidence got boosted so much. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm pretty good at first dates now. I yeah. feel like I, or I'm out of practice now. <laughs> but, I don't know. It was just, it helps with my confidence a lot. I have a question for you. Yeah. Did Was it discouraging at all? Like, were you, did you get to a point where you're like, shit, like, there really aren't people out here because I feel like serial date like you had to date a lot before you finally found Joe 
Yes. And so was that just like exhausting and ever discouraging and make you think that you weren't going to find someone through the app? That's a good question. So I was not looking for a relationship. I truly could care less. And and I'm not just saying that. I feel like everybody's like, oh, when you're not looking, the person comes. I mean, it's not that I wasn't, I wasn't not not looking. Yeah. But I did not go into it with the mindset, like, I need a boyfriend. I'm trying to find one. I've had boyfriends my entire life. Like, I was very happy single. Yeah. (laughs) It was strictly to practice my communication skills. So when Joe did come along, I was like, wait, hold up. This is so different. I actually really like this guy. And I want to see him again. I don't think I was discouraged because I wasn't you expecting. Doing it for that. yeah, there were no expectations. I was doing it for myself and for myself only, and that is the number one thing I would recommend. It is so fun to go on first dates, mm. whether they're bad or good. Eh. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm kidding, you I'm especially you're the type of person that you've said it before. You can make a date fun. Well, that's my issue. I go on dates and I don't know if I'm having fun because they're fun or if I'm just fun. And yeah. odds are I'm fun. Definitely. But. But I will say, like, looking at it now, I couldn't imagine going on a bunch of dates now. I don't know what time. I think I was just on a high with, like, moving yeah. into my first apartment. I'm in the city. In I haven't city, seen yep. anyone for so long. So I think I was just, like, on some other energy level. Yeah. Well, me being single and I frequent the apps. I am not someone that's into small talk. I've I've expressed that before. Um, I don't like to text. I don't like like FaceTime me or voice memo me. And clearly that's not something that happens right away when you are first being intro to someone, especially on a dating app. Yes. So I, if I were to find someone that piqued my interest and they don't, they try to small talk or they don't cut to the chase fast enough or if I don't feel as inclined to ask I'm not afraid to make the first move mm-hmm. but if like from the small talk in the beginning if I just feel like I'm not vibing with them I simply won't say anything um then I feel like I have come across the situation of just matching with people and then it just never go anywhere it's like wait aren't we here to like yeah go on a date like I don't want a small talk I don't want to waste time and energy on someone if I don't know if I vibe with them yet. And the only way to I know agree. is if you just hop on a date blind, pretty much. But that's, that's so my preferred rare route. to find them. I feel like all these men are so insecure and don't actually want to go take you out to dinner or go grab a drink. They would prefer to add you on Snapchat and then Snapchat for the next year and a half and never actually meet you. That is literally the most disgusting thing Yeah, I've that's ever a heard. major ick. Yeah. If anyone ever asks for my Snapchat, you'll never hear from me. Yeah, never. I don't even use Snapchat. No, I think honestly, I haven't, I haven't seen or heard of that in a while, um, which is an amazing thing. Maybe the men are finally catching on. The last time I got asked for a Snapchat, I was on vacation with my family, and I arrived to the hotel before the rest of my family did because I was coming from a different city, and I was sitting in the lobby, and this child came up to me, <laughs> and he asked, not the high schooler, he asked for my Snapchat, and I go, excuse me, sir. Boy, how old? How old are you? If you don't mind me asking. Oh my god. He goes, sixteen. No. I go. How old do you think I am? He's like, I don't know, like sixteen or seventeen. I was like, how about you add like four to that? Oh my god. I was like, you're. You can walk away. That's horrible. No, I was definitely nicer than that, but ridiculous like but that that's the age in which people should be asking for snapchats not if you're in your 20s pushing 30s 
delete the app from the phone. What are you doing? Yeah, seriously. Snapchats for sneaky links. Have you ever, have you had successful hinge matches? I've had successful hinge matches to the extent of enjoying myself on first dates. I've never turned a hinge match into a relationship. Okay. Um, but I've met some cool people through it. Um, but no one that's really still like in my life today. Okay. I would say my biggest success story is actually an unexpected funny one. Okay. In the panty, similar to you. I was quarantining in my childhood home, but I still had my setting preferences for Boston. Guys, this story is so crazy. This actually is like, <laughs> this just gives all my red flags in one, <laughs> one, one story. No, but you needed this. I did need it. Every, you guys will find out in a second. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it was, let's take it back to, I think, m- March or April of 2020. Yeah. I right met at someone, the start of it all. I met someone of interest on Hinge, based in Boston, was also quarantining at home with his family in a different state, um, and <laughs> we basically talked for, like, months in anticipation of us finally getting to meet one another when we moved to Boston, because he already lived there, and I was on my way. Like, um, every day, all day, FaceTime. Every day, all day, FaceTime, Netflix. the night. Netflix parties. For months. He would serenade me with his guitar yes. over FaceTime. Yes. I fantasized this whatever the hell was going on so heavy. It's hard not to, though. Of course. I mean, I also had nothing else better to do. Exactly. I mean, how fun would that be? Just, like. If that's how you met your significant other, it's yeah, like unhinged in the pandemic, yeah, I fall victim to fantasizing and romanticizing situations due to society and yeah. just you know, and so great guy, great guy. Finally, it comes time to meet one another. We've probably been talking for like three months. Clearly, know a lot about the person at this point, and my bright idea was to meet him for the first time. <laughs> Not just on a first date, but let's plan a whole weekend getaway. Yeah. I feel like I would have done the same That's thing. That's so cute that you're trying to justify that. I'm just trying to make you feel like <laughs> <laughs> Anyone I tell this to, they're like, are you kidding me? Like, that is the dumbest thing you could have done. Anyway, uh, that's us for you, though. Yeah, that is us. Yeah. We, we like to test and learn. Yeah, we also just love we love. We risk it for the biscuit. We love love. We love love. Yeah. So, here I am in the middle of summer heading to a Boston apartment. This storytelling. Come to find out. There's no AC in the apartment. No AC. If you've been in Boston with no AC, miserable. Sorry, that's a character trait. If you yeah. if you don't want to buy a fan. Or a portable AC unit. That's what we did. I just, there's so many questions. So that's, that's red flag number one. Red flag number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> number, number two. <laughs> number two is the bathroom didn't have a door. Oh, what? <laughs> Did I know this? <laughs> there was no bathroom door. There was a curtain. There Shut was up. a shower curtain. On all your FaceTime dates, you didn't see this? No, because he wasn't FaceTiming me from this. Why would I know what his bathroom looked like? I don't know. On, a, on apartment tour? No. Nope. Never got it. Let's talk about this for a second. I'm supposed to be spending a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Not mean to do that. <laughs> a weekend somewhere, right? 
a bathroom in a forward place with a no bathroom door. Third red flag is, I pray to God this man doesn't listen to this. But honestly, kind of comical. Reach out if you do. We could talk it through. He has a girlfriend now, so it's fine. Everything's fine. He's clearly doing well. Anyway, um, let's get to it. Third red flag is he wants to watch TV the whole time. Granted, it was in the middle of the pandemic, so like, like we could get takeout places. We couldn't really, or actually, I think we could go into restaurants at this point. I feel like this is the first time I was in Boston in like March, April, May. In like four or five months, I was so excited to be there and then also be able to share like this with him. Yeah. And he wanted to sit in his apartment with no AC and no bathroom door for a weekend straight. So there was that. And then he also wanted to cook, right? Which is perfect. We yeah, love a man that could cook. That was great. Unfortunately, he was a picky eater. Oh. And so what he knew how well, to cook had all the red flags. was this like pepperoni and cheese Don't like say pizza. eggs Don't say pizza. okay <laughs> no it was like some sort of breakfast sandwich right okay greasiest mother forker i've ever experienced <laughs> ew wait he cooks you pepperoni and eggs for his big meal he's gonna cook no so this was like a, this was a morning right okay and i literally i took two bites i have this i have a stomach as strong as you could ever imagine yeah. my whole body was <laughs> <laughs> i was like no no no, no i'm no. gonna throw up i know i was like something's coming out of me i don't know where it's gonna come from i have no idea no clue i'm like there i need to get out of this house i need to get out of this house right now i gotta go so i thought of this bright idea i was like let's drive around boston i wonder what it looks like deserted i wonder what anything looks like and you know what so calculated (laughs) so calculated whatever so we get we were driving we head to southie and we pass by the beach and we see that there's so many people at the beach. It's like, why are we not here enjoying this nice day? Yeah. With everyone else in Boston. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, I have a bikini in my backseat of my car, per usual. For a girl. Yeah. So that's just like a thing that happens. And I, we pull off, we change. He's wearing like shorts, so it didn't matter. We get to the beach, and I'm like, people. People outside of this man. Let's go. Like, I'm enjoying my time now. We end up meeting one of his friends that was with their friends and this friend and whatever. And I'm see a group of girls and I'm like, thank God. Girls, 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 (laughs) girls, 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 let's go. And so I overhear them talking and they're talking about living in the North end. That's what I gather. I'm like, Oh my gosh, no way you lived in the North end or you live there. They're like, yeah, we live on this street. And I was like, no way. I used to live on this street. They're like, no way. What side of the street did you live on? I was like, the laundromat at the end by the water they're like no way I live across the street I was like that's where I lived what unit did you live in they were like blah 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 d and I was like that is literally the apartment that me and my best friends just moved out of a year ago so wild they what are the chances they took over the lease the second we moved out so insane and I'm at I've also expressed this. I'm a huge believer in that everything happens for a reason. People are put into your life for a certain reason. So I automatically felt connected to these people. I was like, this is why. Like, I needed to meet them. Yeah. I get introduced to this one girl, and she's talking about 
wanting to move to Somerville, wanting to move to an apartment, but she just didn't have roommates yet. And I was like, that's so cute. I have an apartment (laughs) and I have roommates, but I need one more roommate. And so that is now Sophia, a character, a main character in my life, a best friend roommate. And it was because of Hinge. If I didn't meet this one man on Hinge, I would have never met her. And she's literally my best friend right now. That is just so wild and shows why you should absolutely meet new people. Yeah. You never know what's going to come from it. I know. So whenever we introduce ourselves to people and they're like, how did you meet? I was like, Hinge. That's so cute. And and they think we're lesbian. And we're like, we let them think that. It's just kind of funny. And then we're like, actually, no. Like, Hinge needs to sponsor us because it is a very rare story. Yeah. And it's just, Soph's had such a huge impact on your life. And just that series of events. I know. So crazy. And the funniest part of it all is he's a main character in our life because he's the reason that we know each other. Yeah. But, like. Does he ever think about me ever again? No. <laughs> That's a fair point. Day. That's a fair point. How funny is that? It's like little, does he know how important of a role he played in my life? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Do you ever think about that? Like how many other people like think about us when we don't even think twice? About it? And it's like, wow, that person one time said this one thing to me or, oh, I saw this girl do this one thing and it yeah. just kind of like stuck with them. That's enough fuel to, like, be a good human. Yeah, And, like, say the thing that you hold back on because you just, like, don't want to come off as, like, weird by complimenting a stranger. Exactly. Like, you never know who needs to hear what and the impact that you can have. Yep. I agree. I agree. So, I was really, I enjoyed that story to hear that again. Yeah, It's been a while. It's a good one. I kind of have another situation where I met someone indirectly through Hinge. I went on a really great first date recently. And he found me on him. Found. That sounds literally so crazy. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. I'm going to change my vocabulary. He stumbled across my profile on Hinge. Yep. And apparently I excited him. And my Instagram. Change that vocabulary too. <laughs> he stumbled across. You're right. Ew. Oh my he God. stumbled across my profile on Hinge. And my instagram i recently very recently added my instagram into it honestly a plug for the podcast yeah that's that's my main intention there but i added my instagram and i received a dm which i wouldn't be typically thrilled about on instagram but he slid in in like such a tasteful nice way like hi i saw you on hinge i didn't want to wait for the app to potentially match us you seem super fun lighthearted, awesome like would love to take you out to dinner. And I was like, okay, this is refreshing because my hinge conversations are so dead end. Like yes. nothing comes out of it. So this man is going outside of the app to enter the chat in my life. So I think this is important to discuss because when I used to be on the apps, people used to DM me and immediately I was like, I didn't match with you in the app for a reason. Like, if I saw you, I would have matched with you. And I know. Like, it kind of gives me an icky feeling. However, this man's message is what made him, like, stand out and not be like, oh, my God, you're a weirdo that just came over. Yeah. That I didn't match with on the dating app. So, for the men out there who sees, or the women, yeah. who, like, see someone that they're actually really interested in, you can find their Instagram from their Hinge profile, just... Think twice about how you approach it. Approach it, yeah. yeah. And I liked that he reached out and was like, "Hey, I'd love to take you to dinner." Yeah, like call to action. Yes, don't do the whole back and forth small talk. 
And then if they're maybe make sure you're you have a good profile picture if you're private or make sure you're public so they can kind of see what you look like. Yeah. Because they're not just going to go out with a total stranger if you can't figure out what they they don't even know what you look like. Totally. And who knows if I even would have matched with him because I feel like one thing that we should talk about is how surface level Mm -hmm. his profiles could be. And you really don't know the gist. You can't get a good sense of someone um, or at least I can't through a hinge profile. I agree. Let's go into what makes a good profile and like kind of the profile itself. Yeah. Because I think there are ways that you can make it a little more personalized and also, I don't know, have more of an open mind when you're yeah. on dating apps. Don't wait for the perfect six, five tall. I mean, I guess that's six, five. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't wait for the perfect man. He's not out there. Well, not that's Boston. That's the, <laughs> that's the problem. The problem is dating profiles, like, the first thing that you see, I mean, Hinge is nice because there's different topics and yeah. you can, like, give a little bit of your personality, but let's be real. You're, like, looking at, if the photo doesn't excite you, you're not going to take the time to even read what it has yep. to say, and maybe I'm talking just based on how I kind of view it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows? What would make a good dating profile for you, or what was Joe's profile that stood out Horrible. to you? Horrible. Oh, yeah, you were just serial dating. So, yeah. Horrible. Joe Joe didn't have any recent photos. Mm. There were, like, photos from when he was abroad. Thankfully, he was still cute then, too, and he's even much cuter now. But I was like, all right, yeah, like, this man looks cute. But Joe's profile was very plain. And I think that is why I wasn't as excited Excited. to go on the date with him. He exceeded expectations. Yeah. And I wish so bad. Like, I want to re-download it. But I think I need him to re-download it, too. Because I want to see what his first message was. I think he asked me about. They disappear. Oh, they do? I'm pretty sure they get automatically deleted after a certain amount of time. And it definitely has passed that time for you Yeah. Because I would have loved. I think he asked me a question about scuba or something. Because I had that on my profile. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. Like in our conversation, we had a little bit of small talk and then he also just kind of jumped to, Hey, do you want to grab dinner next week? And I was like, yeah, perfect. So I didn't really think twice, but then the next week came around and his profile was like cute. You know, there was no standout prompts, but then when I saw him, I was like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I went on this date. His profile definitely needed some more pizzazz. Yeah. So what makes a good profile? I think being funny is really the only way. To, like, win over people. You either have to be super stunning or you got to, like, show a little funny personality to, like, get someone's attention. And that, what I like about apps now is, like, people, you can add videos. I think that shows more of a personality. I think that's Voice cool. memos are a thing now. I wish I was on there when there were voice memos because I think that's so fun. If you're on the apps right now, I think for a guy, maybe not a girl. If you're a bold girl, if you got that confidence, do the voice memo. But I don't know if I could do the voice. Like, literally, what would be, what would I put I on know. as a voice memo? Welcome to the You Could Do Both Podcast. <laughs> Courtney, this is happening. <laughs> oh, no. For me, I just want to get a sense of who you are holistically. Like, I don't want a picture of you and your bros at the bar times yeah, no. five. Mm-hmm. Like, a family photo would be nice. A solo photo would be nice. I've stumbled across so many profiles that I'm like, there's so many group photos. I can't even tell which one you are. No, you're only allowed to have one group photo. Or two. Like one with the boys, one with friends. Yeah. Because guys, I mean, me personally, I don't even have photos of myself. All my photos of myself are like me in sunglasses and you can't tell what I look like. Okay, wait, wait. 
no sunglasses. Your first photo has to be a headshot of just you. Like, what a single photo. You need to have one with friends, because if you don't have any with friends, that's a weird vibe. Because it's like, hold on, does this kid have any friends? Like, what's up with that? I like the family. Yeah. I think showing your family, and what always used to get me, I forgot about this, men holding a baby. Oh, my God. I'm like, that is so cute. He's tender. He's cute. He's sweet. He's good with children. That's just such a turn on. Yeah. I also appreciate if, like, someone, if someone's pet is a big part of their lives, feel free. Have a photo of you with your dog. Don't have a picture with your dog in every single photo. Just one. Just one photo. Yeah. It can't be in more than one. And if you're a cat dad, get it off. Don't even. No photos. Don't even put that shit on there. Unless it's the angry face cat. You or or it's about? one of those badass ones that's okay. like a cheetah. Yes, yeah, so you have to have an elite cat. And I know every cat owner thinks their cat is elite, but it's not. That's all we have to say about the cats. <laughs> yeah, okay, wait. We should address the fishing photos. Okay, so we briefly discussed this before. We all know the men who have the fish photos. Yeah. And it's like red flags, swipe left, absolutely not. It's just a joke. It's a meme at this point. It because is. I think so many people have them. Like, don't have it if you went on that fishing trip once and you caught this one thing. Because that's not something that... That excites girls, you know, but if it's something that's a part of you and your lifestyle, then definitely put it on there. But once again, don't overdo it. Don't have it be every single photo. No, it can only be one. And the only reason I'm allowing fish pics, I'd probably never swipe right on a guy with a fish pic just because I don't enjoy fish (laughs) or fishing. But However, we do have friends that catch us tuna and cook us tuna. Yes. My neighbor at the dinners is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's a big fisher. This is a long-winded way of saying I have one of my friends in my life that is the absolute perfect man, and he is the guy who would have a fish photo. Probably is his profile photo. It probably is. So that's the only reason why I'm saying, (laughs) ladies, you should maybe think twice. Don't just swipe left because he has a fish photo. There are a handful, very (laughs) small, small amount, good, well-rounded men. Yes. I'm with you. I would just say holistically i think like a commonality that or a common theme that has shined through all of our stories and our little anecdotes of us with dating apps is you have to be open to receiving like whatever is coming to you kind of like Mm -hmm. you put yourself in situations and risky situations in order for you to have met your current boyfriend yes like i put myself in a very risky situation that my parents probably wouldn't be about if they were to hear this but I found my roommate out of it you know yeah exactly um and it's nice to just have an open mind I mean if you don't try you'll never know if you don't ask you don't get and that like correlates to dating apps like if you're not on it how are you gonna know if you dislike it if you're gonna use the dating apps the only way to not get discouraged is to go into it without any expectations and I kind of touched on this but I just feel like there's so many women out there and men honestly that are really really looking for a relationship and they just expect every date to be their next human and you in order to have a good experience on the apps is to go into it only knowing that you're gonna get you're gonna better yourself because nothing bad's gonna happen you're either gonna have a funny story like I said before practice your communication skills try on some new outfits go see some new places don't go into every date thinking oh my god this could be my next boyfriend because 
it's just never going to work out like that. That's so true. It happens when you least expect it. And my most exciting dates or most successful hinge stories have come from when I least expect it. Like you just Always. said, it's like, I don't know anything about this person. This is like the most spontaneous thing I've done in a while. And then it's yeah. like, oh, wait, why did I just have so much fun? And on a similar sentiment, if you were to go in blind, or I guess it's not similar, but it's more so to protect yourself because I not knowing someone at all you're definitely putting yourself at risk and there could be some scary things that come out of it that's true make sure that you share who you're going out with with your best friend or anyone or a family member or whatever and do some t- detective research beforehand as much as you can and then just make sure that you're in a public place that yeah, people know bring where you your are pepper spray yeah guys i got this thing called a birdie i don't know who's heard of I it have that. yeah and you like pull this pin out and it it's makes a, a really loud whistle. noise yeah so ladies be careful and yeah. men be good men don't be shitty yeah don't be sketch don't be weird and pay for their meal <laughs> and drinks <laughs> thank you <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's check the poll. So I put it on the You Can Do Both podcast Instagram. 39% said yay and 61% said nay. Wait, I'm kind of shook by those results. And it's funny because the yayers, for the most part, are people who have found significant others, obviously, through the app. Yeah. And the nayers are the single or have found people elsewhere, which makes a lot of sense. On my personal Instagram, I put the exact same poll. And this is kind of crazy. 33% yay, 67% nay. And there were 31 votes for yay and 63 for nay. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot, a lot. I just think people are disappointed. Like, they're not into the process and they're just wanting to find that person and they haven't found it through there yet yeah which i understand it sucks when you like are really looking for someone and like you're putting in all of this effort and it just isn't what you're expecting i mean i totally get that yeah like i honestly would say nay too because i haven't had a crazy success story from i mean i don't regret my time that i've spent on there because i intentionally don't spend a lot of time on there but I mean, I haven't found a significant other through that. You never know. So do you want to try or do you want to not? And I want to share a couple success stories that were shared. One lovely lady wrote in saying, Matched with my now boyfriend three times. Finally went out with him. And it's been a year and a half this month since we've been dating. That's so so cute. They matched probably over the cross course of a while because yeah. they eventually recirculate people and profiles so it took three times but she found her boyfriend through there i like that that also just shows like i don't know go on the date like what if they went out on the first one i don't know maybe timing would have been different yeah. but you know and i have one other positive note to end off on someone else from my hometown wrote in and said I met my now boyfriend of four years on a dating app in Orlando and we're both from our hometown that's crazy and I was like no way did you guys know each other at all like growing up and she's like we had the same friend group but and had each other on Instagram but never actually hung out or like gave it a shot it's all about the timing 
Wow. And she thinks about it all the time. But they, they like reconnected. They rekindled through the app. Honestly, I do think dating apps are kind of special for doing that because think about in two years if you were like to go on a dating app and you see where someone maybe you met in college is at and maybe they glowed up after college or maybe you guys just grew into people that will actually get along now yeah and then you have like so much to catch up on but there's a little bit of familiarity there yeah that's cool and I think dating apps are really one of the only places that will bring you back to that that's so true. I told Joe he'd probably be mentioned a lot, and I feel like I didn't really hype him up that much this episode, but... It's okay. Love you, Joe. And shout out Hinge. Um, happy I met you. Shout out Hinge. Sponsor us. Sponsor us for sure. We for could talk like a lot not, more. For, like, not totally shitting on you, you know? Yeah. It was, like, half love, half hate. Yeah. But just the realities. You can do both. You can do both, can't you, Ashley Paul? All right. Let's wrap up with some focuses of the week. What do you say? Focuses of the week. What's yours? Um, my focus of the week is to relax and really enjoy work from home because I am in the office for the first time next uh. week, three days a week. Uh. Yeah. My focus of the week, kind of similar. I need to slow the fork down. Mm. I have my toes dipped in a lot. I've had a lot of distractions, been running around like a hamster wheel, it feels like. So I need to slow down and appreciate the little moments because I'm about to move out of my apartment by the end of this month. And I have no idea where I'm going. I'm going to be homeless for two months in the midst of my next lease cycle. And I need to start packing. I'm traveling for a week next week. I I don't know if I told you this. No, you didn't. Yeah, I'm going to Austin and L.A. again. So like, why are you not bringing me with you? <laughs> That's so fucking rude. You literally can. If you want to buy flights, you can come. I, I have can. the hotel. I literally have to go in the office and die. Oh my gosh. Kidding. <gasps> love my job. Peace. Love work. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will be bringing you to Equinox this week. <gasps> Yay! So you can choose what day you'd like to join. I like. Okay, we have to go. Thanks for listening. See you next week. We love you. We love you. Hopefully you guys like this one better. <laughs> Please. Bye. Please give us some listen. Share us with your friends. Yeah, send it to your parents. Send it. Maybe not this episode. <laughs> Actually, that's true. I'm just thinking Mom my and Dad, don't listen to this, okay? I know I made some questionable decisions. <laughs> put my put my safety at risk. Sorry, <laughs> right. we live and we learn. Yep. And we're here to tell the tale. Yep. Here for the bit. Do it for the bit. All right. Have a good week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.